Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, KSL News Time, 530. KSL's top story this hour. Eye on the Hill 2023. Special coverage on Utah's morning news. Less than 48 hours to go in the 2023 legislative session, and lawmakers are working quickly to get as many bills through as they can. KSL News Radio's Adam Spall begins our live team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2023. Adam? Amanda, lawmakers are in crunch time working on bills ranging from water to education to housing. House, House Majority Leader Representative Mike Schultz tells KSL at night one of the biggest things they've been working on is tax cuts. We did a total combined of $800 million in tax reduction. I got a bill circled on the, on the calendar right now that they just circled that dropped the gas tax by two cents. Among all the bills still in the works in these final two days, a bill that could help first-time homebuyers, there's one that could potentially bring full-day kindergarten, and of course a huge bill that could limit abortion clinics in the state. Stay with KSL News Radio for the very latest. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. State lawmakers say Mother Nature has saved them having to use their emergency plan to get more water into the Great Salt Lake. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ertz continues our team coverage. High on the Hill 2023. Senator Scott Sandel says they had a plan ready to use emergency water use to increase the levels, especially in the south arm of the lake. But thanks to Mother Nature, he believes that lever can be saved for a year when they might need it more. And that's why he says you may see more water bills this year dealing with long-term solutions. Groups like Save Our Great Salt Lake and the Utah Rivers Council, though, have been critical of the legislature for bills dying that would have increased flow. Bills that have passed this year include more money for farmers to optimize their watering, creating a Great Salt Lake Commissioner, and several measures to help home homeowners with conservation. KSL's top national stories this hour. President Biden is praising drug maker Eli Lilly's announcement that they would lower monthly costs for insulin to $35. Out of the nearly 8.5 million Americans who use insulin, nearly 3 million rely on Eli Lilly products. And as prices for the life-saving medication have skyrocketed, many diabetics have been forced to make dangerous decisions to save money. A recent poll by the Kaiser Family Foundation found that a slight majority of Americans want Congress to put capping insulin costs on its list of top priorities. ABC's Faith Abube reporting. Closing arguments continue today in the double murder trial for disgraced South Carolina attorney Alex Murdoch. ABC's Andrew Dimbert has more. Jury listening yesterday after visiting the crime scene, walking the grounds near the dog kennels where Maggie and Paul Murdoch were shot. Bullet holes left behind, the property seemingly frozen in time. The state then describing in chilling detail how they say Murdoch first shot his son 
than his wife. During his testimony, Murdoch uh, uh, admitted that he lied to investigators about uh, where he was when the murders happened. A California couple is suing their fertility clinic after they claim doctors transplanted an embryo that tested positive for a deadly cancer gene, a gene they were trying to avoid. ABC's Andrea Fuji has more on the clinic's response. HRC says the couple used a different facility for parts of the IVF process, telling ABC News the patients associated with the case sought genetic testing and genetic counseling outside of HRC fertility. They wish to have a male embryo transferred, which we carried out according to the family's explicit wishes and in accordance with the highest level of care. The couple is claiming the doctor's mistake will cause their son a lifetime of pain and complications. KSL Weather Now with Matt Johnson. We're uh, starting out pretty cool this morning with lows in the mid-20s, but later on we'll be climbing into the mid-30s. So how does that compare with what normally happens? We're into the month of March, so what do we expect? We typically do two days in the 30s, eight days in the 40s, and 11 days with highs in the 50s, eight days in the 60s. Hey, wouldn't that be nice? Uh, Two days in the 70s, and we average 1.75 of precipitation and how about 5.9 inches of snow typically during the month of March. Of course, we've learned you can throw all those averages out the window. (laughs) Uh, Matt says we're still expecting a weak storm tomorrow with about a 40% chance of snow showers. First look traffic, and here's Andy Farnsworth. Traffic on the freeway has been great this morning. Haven't seen any delays other than some heavy traffic on I-80 over Parley Summit, which looking right now is gone. Uh, And that's the only place where the roads are even slightly wet. Down in the valleys, they are completely dry and everybody enjoying it. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The U.S. intelligence community still thinks it is very unlikely that cases of the so-called Havana Syndrome reported by U.S. diplomats and other government workers were caused by a foreign adversary. ABC's supervising producer of Global Affairs, Cindy Smith, has more on these latest findings in a new report. There's no credible evidence that a foreign adversary has a weapon or a device um, that is causing these illnesses. Um, and they said there's there's no one explanation that can that can be attributed. Um, and they say most cases are probably pre-existing conditions conventional illnesses, and even environmental factors. Officials say some American diplomats have been experiencing Havana syndrome since 2016. Police say a top NFL prospect and former University of Georgia football player is facing serious charges. Jalen Carter is accused of street racing and causing a crash that killed a Georgia football staff member. Police have charged him with street racing and reckless driving, both misdemeanors. He was in Indianapolis at the NFL Combine where he canceled his press appearances. Instead, he put out a statement saying he will return to Georgia to answer the arrest warrants, saying there is no question in my mind that when the facts are known, I will be fully exonerated of any criminal wrongdoing. ABC Steve Osinsami reporting. In honor of National Invasive Species Awareness Week, the Department of Natural Resources is suggesting a serving of bullfrog for dinner. According to a 2019 blog, most of the ponds and marshes along the Wasatch Front contain bullfrogs. Best time for hunting is evening, where a quick trip and some listening will be a big clue as to whether bullfrogs are present. A popular method for catching bullfrogs is with a fishing pole and a hook 
tied about six to eight inches from the floating bobber. Bait can be anything from a marshmallow to pieces of night crawlers. They'll eat anything. There is a limit and no season on bullfrogs. A license is not required. And people say they taste like chicken, but chewier. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. I do not want to eat a bullfrog, Tim Hughes. I wish people could see the look on your face oh. uh, as uh, Mark was sharing that story this morning. I but know frog legs are like a you know a French deli- delicacy, aren't they? Absolutely, and not really even considered a delicacy oh. over there. They'll serve them at every meal. Uh, snails too, by the way, which I've had to be, a scargot before. Yeah, yeah. it's tasty with a little butter and yeah. garlic. Uh, but uh, some say that uh, the bullfrogs here in Utah also have a little bit of a fishy taste to them. So if you like fish, Ugh. give it a try. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.